Welcome to Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Life isn't perfect, nor is it easy, but it can be enjoyable, fulfilling, and purposeful if we choose to create it to be so. Monday Motivations is a quick and easy way to help you create the rich and fulfilling life you desire. Your host, Corey Mendoza, is a highly sought-after speaker, coach, and author, influencing professionals to get real, work less, and live more balanced lives. Each Monday, she interviews an expert in their field to find tips, encouragement, and inspiration for your personal and professional success. Monday Motivations increases your awareness of what you can do with your current situation. Your sense of empowerment will expand, fears, doubts, and worries will vaporize, and you will see more possibilities every day. Let's dig into the next episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Welcome to Monday Motivations, 52 Weeks to a More Purposeful You, and this week we are talking about courage with Craig Westoff. I'm super excited to have you on the show. We're family. Yes, we are. We we are family Um, by marriage, and um, I think we've been to one wedding together. Yes, were you at Eric's wedding? Eric's, yeah. That was the one. (laughs) Yep, and um, we haven't had the chance to spend a great deal of time together, but I have really enjoyed your podcast and your social media. So for anyone um, curious of who is Craig Westhoff, um, he's a spiritual director. He helps people with their mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Um, One of the things that I love about your podcast, not only is it great for people like me that have the attention span of a gnat, um, (laughs) these podcasts are usually under 15 minutes and you're very real, you're very raw, um, you are um, faith-based, you are a believer, but I don't hear like the Christianese, I don't, it's like very real And I think that um, the work that you do can help anyone, whether they believe or not um, in God. So I love, I love that. I really feel like you're, you're doing a great service to humanity. Thank you, Corey. And you're right. Emotions, thoughts, feelings, anxiety, depression doesn't discriminate whether you're a believer. I'll put it this way. If you're human, you have thoughts, emotions, and feelings, and we all, we all get to deal with it, you know, so. Yeah, I just I should have brought this book. I just got a cool new book. Um, it's I forget the exact title, but it it's 150 essential emotions. I'll I'll send you a screenshot. Um, and it's each emotion. There's two pages in the book. It, there's no chapter. It's not like chapter reading, but it'll have the emotion. Let's just say annoyance. Then it'll have the the root word, whether it's Latin, English, what have you. And then it goes into what does it say? What does it want? How does it show up in your body, your mind? um, What it can be confused with? Is it present, past, or a future type of emotion? It's it's great. Yeah, let me know. I I want that book. Okay, I'll send it to you. So, okay, so our topic is courage. Um, And what, when when you think about courage, um, what what are some of the things that come up for you in terms of well-being and courage? Vulnerability, authenticity, and honesty. You can't be courageous without being honest. Mm. Uh, we can still experience things like fear and anxiety and be courageous at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, I love how David said, when I am afraid, 
Mm-hmm. I put my trust in you. That's actually a statement of courage. Mm-hmm. And elsewhere in scripture, uh, wait patiently for the Lord, be strong and courageous, wait patiently for the Lord. So you find uh, e- even those of us who are waiting patiently for something, that's an act of courage. Mm-hmm. Because our human default is to force everything, mm-hmm. to make usually make things happen on our timeline, according to our standard, according to our uh our taste and those of us who wait patiently that's that's an act of courage so so yeah those are the just to answer your question those are the first thing that that come comes to mind uh vulnerability authenticity and honesty Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what how do you think people well for yourself um what what's an experience that you've had recently or over your lifetime where you've been awake to the need for courage well just yesterday um i had an automatic negative thought otherwise known as an ant a and t automatic negative thought pop up uh i felt so there was the thought and wherever there's a feeling there's a thought wherever wherever there's a thought there's a feeling Mm-hmm. The twins. Right on. So I felt very anxious and insecure, and and I was about to uh, share it with this person, but I could tell I was sharing it out of there was something in me. I would call it the spirit of God. It was, it was just the idea of don't share this. This is this is not going to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so the step of courage for me was to honestly wait mm. patiently, trust in the Lord, surf, surf the urge, let it rise, because anywhere you have emotion, you know, the word motion is an emotion. It's all emotions and feelings and thoughts are, are designed to move through us. Mm-hmm. Once we, whatever we resist persists, it actually gets bigger. And so my step of courage yesterday to answer your question was just, uh, was just that. It, I paused. I was about to say something and I could tell, I'm like, no, no, don't. I, I took the brave, courageous step of waiting mm-hmm. and taking ownership and, and letting, frankly, making room for the Holy Spirit to do his thing because mm. you know, he is our helper. And so that's one, that's the first one that comes to mind, you know, my first step of uh, courage. And I would say I have those dare I say, we all have opportunities for that numerous times a day. Mm. Oh my gosh. So you said so many great things that I kind of want to pause and touch on. I love the concept of there's so many opportunities for courage every day. So for everyone listening, especially me listening, (laughs) all of us. um, Yeah, it's like, are we going to see that moment that opportunity and be courageous or are we going to be unconscious and reactive Hmm. and then another huge point that i i think that i would kind of like to dance in a little bit with you is um the con a lot of times the images that we get in our mind when we think of courage it's more of action and doing 
which we'll mm -hmm. touch on that later in this talk. But for right now, let's talk a little bit more about what it feels like, looks like, sounds like, and is like within ourselves and relationships to be courageous by not acting. Yep, that's very good, yeah. Not acting, not reacting, but responding with excellence of soul. It, it takes, so just to run off some examples, it takes courage for most of us to just be silent. Right. It's hard to not speak. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it takes courage for us to pause and breathe. It takes courage for us to not have the last word. Oh, gosh, we could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah, right. It takes courage to just let something be. Mm -hmm. Just let it let it be yeah. Allow time and space. And so sometimes what we consider to be proactive can look like inactivity but it's actually a deeper activity it's mm -hmm. now we're talking presence mm -hmm. and and being choose sometimes i react because i don't want to be in the moment mm -hmm. and so a courageous act is not to react but what if we just be Mm -hmm. let let be mm -hmm. right and there's another way of saying let go i prefer to say let let be um but you can let go uh, it's it's a courageous act of surrendering the moment to to grace mm -hmm. and uh and that's equally as brave but you know being being the way we are as humans we associate activity with big bombastic loud fireworks, all this stuff, you know. But um, the most profound activity I see in the life of Jesus in scripture is, is what he calls the secret place. Mm -hmm. You know, God, God, I'll put it this way, God who sees in secret rewards. Mm -hmm. So it's what's being done in secret in here mm -hmm. that, and being courageous enough uh, to to step into that moment internally before so in, so so we don't react but we respond externally mm -hmm. respond well mm -hmm. from from the source in here and and it's that would cultivate peace sound mind um uh what's the other word i'm looking oh compassion <laughs> you know stuff like that so does that make sense oh gosh it makes a lot of sense um i could we could go down many paths here um when you talked about responding with excellence of soul i i wrote that down and and it really is true with courage there is vulnerability in there because if we pause and wait and not react we are vulnerable but then it produces that peace the clarity sometimes it gives space to the other person to do some more thinking to yep. apologize to shift a behavior or or to go deeper into their 
you know, mistake, if you will, um, so that they can get big enough for them to see. But if we're if we're always reacting in courage, it's not necessarily courage. Right. Yeah, you're right. And and we have, you know, we have Hollywood and the movies and all that stuff, which is fine. And books to we have this this Hollywood picture of what courage is. You know, it's superheroes. So it's all that stuff. Um, but at a deeper level, we we can see courage depicted in in nature. Um, and what I mean by that is a tree has the courage to just be a tree. <laughs> and to stay in a storm, stay in the rain. Right, that's it. Stay deeply rooted. The tree isn't comparing itself to another tree. It's just embracing the its own thisness, so to speak. This, right? Cool. I'm writing thisness down because yeah. I would like some more thisness. <laughs> my name, right, please. Right on. <laughs> thisness, the 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 singular particularity of a thing, and. Um, and so courage, how do I say this? Let me think. Yeah, I don't have to get it all up. And we just uh, are invited to have, to welcome different pictures and different manifestations and expressions of courage. And it's not always the superhero uh, with, the big muscles and all that stuff. Although that's fine. That's that yeah. has there's that a has, time and a place. Right. But even where do, what I'm what we're talking about is a deep reserve of courage that is picturesque of Jesus sleeping in the boat in the middle of the storm. Mm -hmm. that, we call that faith, but that's also courage. Mm -hmm. And what did it look like outside? It looked like inactivity. It looked like it he didn't care. Mm -hmm. it, right that's what the disciples were kind of implying it's like don't, don't you care if we're going to die and he's like paraphrasing relax everybody right talk about courage in that moment mm -hmm. so it's fun to you know where we have a lack of definition there's always distortion and so it's fun to be able to take this word courage and unpack it and unwrap it and find different ways courage shows itself and you, you'll be surprised to see that uh, many times it comes across as something that we never th thought it would come across as. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. When, when can you, like, if you think back to your younger years, because some people listening are going to be, you know, in their 20s, <clears throat> 30s, um, like, what would you want to tell yourself in your younger days? What message would you want to give yourself about courage? Always have the courage to pause and breathe before you speak and do. Mm -hmm. Always have the courage to pause and breathe before you speak and do. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I would say. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. What was your, because I'm guessing you didn't always live like this? Heck no, man. I, I uh, you know, I was, and still can deal with, you know, big amounts of, you know, I went through 10 years of clinical depression, crippling anxiety. Uh, in my younger years, had quite a temper on me. Uh, 
could get violent and and yeah so no and we're always practicing we we never stop learning always mm -hmm. always have we have a beginner's mind i love oh i love that but yeah. i actually in the last couple of weeks in the last couple of weeks um i've really been thinking a lot about that beginner's mind um and even in the way in in organizations and teams and um, whenever you put groups of people together, how they just tend to like segregate to likeness, like age groups, ethnicity, you know, we go, we gravitate towards comfort. And um, I just, I volunteered at a kid's camp. That's why we rescheduled. Yeah. Um, and every year I say, don't schedule anything during the kid's camp week because it's nine to 12. But the closer it gets, I'm like, it's only nine to 12. I know you get there early, you stay yeah. late, you're emotionally taxed. There's, oh, I should run and grab the, it, it's really 40 hours a week. You know, it yeah. just, it ends up, but, um, but one of the things that always comes up around day three, like day one is like, this is a waste of my time. I could be using my life a different way. You know, God wants me to be used in this other, you know, and then like, I'm not, I'm not using my strengths. I'm babysitting or, you know, whatever, you know, and then like all of a sudden day three, I'm sitting in story time and like bawling, like I never heard it this way before, like, you know, and then by, by Thursday, I'm like, I'm going to do this year round. I'm going to build my own kids camp. Like, um, so yep. that, you know, that beginner's mind and being able to go back to the basics of, yeah. of courage or of it all, you know, but we're talking. Well, and, and I love how you're weaving this because it takes courage to admit that let's just get real we don't really know much at all no we don't and most of the time we we are responding out of out of the illusion that we think we know everything and i think i know everything about me and i'm sure i know everything about you and so now i'm going to react um thus the pausing and the breathing another way to say it is contemplation because contemplation always precedes action thought always precedes action it's just most of the time we aren't aware of what we're contemplating until after the fact we, you know we look back and like wow why did i respond like that mm -hmm. wow why did i you know well you were contemplating something you just weren't conscious of it and yeah. so another another idea of courage is to be courageous enough to be aware to pause and breathe and 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 be aware of the moment and not rush into the moment. Mm -hmm. Let the moment be. Mm -hmm. Let it unfold before you. Mm -hmm. And as someone once said, contemplation asks, you know, now this is courage to me. Contemplation at any given moment is always asking, what is the kind, what does kindness look like in this moment? Mm -hmm. what does kindness look like in this moment that's that's courage yeah it takes a lot of courage to respond in kindness mm -hmm. yeah right yeah and i like that question what does kindness look like in this moment because man you're right we we don't know we think we know so much and um 
kindness in this moment, if we're really honest with ourselves, sometimes it might be to voice up and be mean. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes it might be to pause and wait, even though we have the perfectly mm -hmm. delivered feedback to give but maybe yep. the timing, you know, but yeah, it's, and, and I think that courage and pausing and asking questions like that gives us the chance to act in wisdom. Right on. Well, well said. That, that's it. That's it. Especially if you look at, I love, I love how you said that, Corey, everything Jesus did was courageous mm -hmm. because everything he did, he only did because he saw the father do it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, another word for courage can be, it's synonymous with faith. So if we're gonna be courageous in any given moment, what we're saying is we're trusting something other than our, mm -hmm. ourselves fully. I'm, I'm trusting, for me, it's Jesus. I'm trusting love. I'm trusting the wisdom he provides. Mm -hmm. That's a courageous move. Yeah, and, and when you say that, something that I keep, circling back to and um i i can't find another way but to bring light to it in even in my business and the work that i do in like coaching and training is um we can't escape the fact that it's it's like the humility piece so when we're really courageous and we get honest we can't help but bump up with our limitations as human beings and and we can't be curious if we think we know it all and, and the truth is we're always seeking to know it all yeah but when but when we go wait a minute like there i, I went to yoga this morning and um just as i just like in one of the meditations it i just kept thinking that like the whole universe is is functioning like I worry about things in my little life, but it's like, like I don't I never worry about is gravity going to keep me on the ground. I just right. trust that it's it's going to and I never say is is somebody in charge making sure this is working out it's like an, an it's like a lack of gratitude for you know some people say higher power, but it's like we are all on the receiving end of God's greatness, God's yeah. like, and, and the more we rest in that, then we can have courage to pause and be like, I don't have to say the last word. I, like things will work out. Yeah, just as Juliet of Norwich would say, I think it was her or, or Teresa of Avila. Uh, I love this little, this little affirmation. She would simply say, all is well, all is well. And all manner of thing shall be well. Mm -hmm. And you can say that with an eternal perspective. Mm -hmm. And which takes courage to be able to have an eternal perspective. I'm going to see this with eternity in view. Mm -hmm. you know, the Desert Fathers would put it in a more of a, a different way by saying, always have death before you. Yeah. <laughs> Which, which can be kind of, you know, macabre to some, but it just means, um, hey, you're not promised the next five minutes. Yeah. And the very, the, the very air in your breath right now is actually borrowed breath. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
passed down from God through the creation story, Adam and Eve, and on and on it goes. And uh, you're not breathing because uh, you're commanding your system to breathe. You're right. breathing because that's how God designed it. That's pretty freaking fascinating. Yeah. And, uh, and it ties in with the idea of God's grace. And it also ties in with the idea of, oh, I don't know much. I am a limited creature. I have this transcendental neediness. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. The transcend- transcendental neediness, yeah. I feel like that's, like that's a really important piece that, like I'm in my early 40s and it's like, I wasn't awake to that for the first four decades of my life. And, and, you know, like, and then all of a sudden it's like, I've worn myself out trying to be competent, perfectionism, overcomer. My mantra was like, where there's a will, there's a way. And and all those things are half truths. And we need both sides of the coin. We can't be dependent and, you know, not try but I was so imbalanced of, I will handle it. I will take care of it. So then there's this like, oh, part of the way I'm innately designed is to need, is to receive. And that is courageous. That's the openness yes. of the heart. Yeah. That's the vulnerability. Exactly. That's, that's absolutely courageous to recognize that. And that's a, that's a gift, and and there's and there's pain involved, but we don't have to be afraid of the pain. Yeah, yeah. There. So there's one little before we wrap up. There's one um, other area that I think would be really useful for our listeners and viewers to kind of touch on is what is courage like for people battling depression. So we, you mentioned that you had ten years of clinical depression. Yeah. Um, so what would courage look like, feel like, sound like, be like um, for someone that's struggling with that? Courage, you know, and, and depression is multifaceted. There's a spectrum of depressive experiences, depression. You know, for some, it can look like just getting up mm-hmm. and going to work. I would say from my experience, mm-hmm. uh, courage looked like um admitting well here we go with the vulnerability and the vulnerability honesty and authenticity admitting i needed help Mm -hmm. um acknowledging that yes going to psychiatrists and psychologists would benefit me right now Mm -hmm. um courage was me admitting i was playing the victim and i was full of Mm self-pity Courage looked like uh, not pretending that everything was all right, mm-hmm. but actually, again, being honest with my situation, but then not being a victim to it, and yeah. and and then finally taking some ownership and co-partnering and co-creating with the spirit of life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, things like that, you know, it can be. Man, it could be anything. It's multi. It, it could be being courageous enough to finally, to finally, exercise. And I say that just because one of the number one things we can do, those of us who are familiar with depression, for the brain, is thirty minutes of cardio five days a week. Mm-hmm. That's a big courageous step for some, right? Who wants to exercise when you're depressed? Right. 
Um, inertia is like right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a big courageous step, you know, and on and on it goes. So, but again, you could see fundamentally, Corey, it's it's the courage to be real with what you feel. Mm. So you can heal. Okay, be real with what you feel so you can heal. Yep. That's going to have to be like a repeated <laughs> saying. And I wasn't for years was not being real. I was mm -hmm. blame shifting. Well, once you get well and you 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 be a better boss and you be a better spouse and I get better money and see I'm fine. Once everything else gets fixed, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll be fine, right? Yeah. That wasn't courageous. That was actually victim mentality, self-centeredness, self-referential, self-pity, self, 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 self. And then finally, you know, the pain always wins out. And and you come collapsing upon yourself like, like the prodigal son in the pig pen where it says he came to his senses. Yeah. And then he got courageous. And this was the courage for that guy, for that son. He actually went back to his father. Yeah. We, a, we have to go back from where we came. Bingo. And that's a courageous move. Mm -hmm. that's, and, and we can feel like we're moving backwards and we're a failure. No, 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 no. He was regrouping and he was going back to love is what he was going back to. Mm -hmm. And to go back to love, you have to admit you need it. Yeah. And you have to admit that you're not all that in a bag of chips. And maybe you did get some things wrong. And all of that admission, there's the honesty, takes courage. Mm-hmm. Oh, I relate to so much of what you're saying. So yeah. much. What what made it, um, what kind of helped send you over um, to admitting? Well, I was, great question. I, here's, here's the thing. When it, if we're just talking about in the context of depression and anxiety, yeah. mm -hmm. you, you cannot go it alone. Yeah. God primarily heals through community community yeah uh, even even paul said uh we had conflicts without fears within and then he said this super apostle paul he said and god who comforts the depressed so paul is saying i'm depressed mm -hmm. and he says and god who comforts the depressed comforted us by sending us a brother named titus mm -hmm. so we pray for god's comfort and peace and healing and if you're like me i prefer to just have it all done a room in a room in, alone in private right in private yeah so, so no, i can come back out and everyone can see i have it together like yeah. superman out of the phone yeah. booth kind of a thing right yeah. and god's like no that's not how it's going to happen uh it happens in vulnerable authentic honest community and again that takes courage so that's the first thing any 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 people i talk with any clients whatever and, and they're dealing with anxiety depression low self-esteem self-hatred one, one of the first things I'll ask, Corey, is tell me about your community. Yeah. And most of the time, they don't have a community to speak of. Mm -hmm. And so I'll say, we got to get you in community. Mm -hmm. and not to be fixed, but to get you in the presence of love. Yeah. Love and listening. Mm -hmm. Because listening, as Alice Freiling says, listening is indistinguishable from love and love heals right yeah. so i had a, i had a community that they didn't try to fix me you know there there were the random couple or two which i totally get it They're, they all they all mean well mm -hmm. but it was a community that just let me 
suffer and they climbed in and there was a fellowship in my pain and suffering mm -hmm. and over time plus with a bunch of other things counseling and all that stuff but i i guess what i to wind it up i'm i had a safe place mm -hmm. where i didn't have to pretend yeah and uh, people didn't try to fix me they just loved me and love love always transforms love believes all things hopes all things love endures all things mm -hmm. love never fails right yeah and that's the challenges because depression and crippling anxiety one of the byproducts of that the invitations to our flesh is to withdraw yeah and isolate to isolate and so thus it takes a big amount of courage when you're feeling like that mm -hmm. and i was bad i was cutting myself with a knife abusing alcohol i i was a mess mm -hmm. and you take that moment of desperation and darkness and in that moment, you say, I'm going to step into some authentic community. Mm -hmm. You're the bravest person I know when you do that. Mm. <sighs> this is beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I feel peaceful just talking about it. Right on. <laughs> you so, know, I, I'll, I'll say this real quickly. It's because we're... we're a friend of mine told me this years ago, we are more alike in our weaknesses than we are in our strengths. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're, you yeah. have, you have certain strengths that I don't, I have certain strengths that you don't. So we're different that way. But dare I, I say, you and I are both are familiar with what it feels like to be anxious. Yes. So yeah. now we're more alike in that feeling of anxiety. So now we have something in common. Yeah. So now I don't have to run away from you. I can actually find companionship in our pain mm -hmm. yeah that just gives me um a greater conviction to let go of perfectionism and to encourage and inspire others to do the same because perfectionism is such a prison and it creates isolation Oh yeah, because perfectionism is an illusion. Actually, perfectionism, my definition of perfectionism is it's the imperfect response to the lie that we have to be perfect. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and people say practice makes perfect. No, it doesn't. Uh, I would say, especially for the son and daughter of God, practice just leads us into deeper intimacy the, with the one who is perfect. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I want to be me. I want to, I just want to be freaking human. We're human. I want to be me, yeah. all of me. Yeah. All, all of the good stuff, the, the dark, the light, the pain, the joy. It's God's idea. Yeah. It's not, I, I didn't, I'm not my idea. Right. <laughs> right. I didn't create my creation. <laughs> right. And so he hasn't called us to perfection. If anything, he's called us to being real. Yeah. To With him. Humil humility. Mm -hmm. Honestly, and, and, and I believe we can't do that without him and he shows up and he says this is what it looks like to be real his name is jesus walk with me join your life with me and i'll journey with you and he was real enough to say today has enough trouble of its own you know even jesus at one point said my soul is grieved to the point of death that's how real he was he was able to say in layman's terms this moment sucks right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, let's just get real i mean jesus yeah. so I get excited over you have permission to be fully human mm -hmm. and perfectionism 
says, no, you don't. Right. You're never satisfied, content, or confident pursuing the perfectionistic goal. Yeah, it's an illusion. It's an illusion. So in closing, um, what is what would you say is the best practice for yourself and for me and for those listening when it comes to courage? Like maybe more of like a, a nourishing practice or routine or a habit or something that will help us cultivate greater courage. Well, as I said, there's the pause and breathe. Mm -hmm. uh, pause and breathe. At, before each moment, breath precedes it. We just aren't aware of it, right? So that's my go-to. Just and, and of course, it's an, always an invitation and a practice of increased awareness, right? Mm -hmm. Pause and and breathe. And then on a very fun, practical, experimental level, uh, pay attention to how do I say this? We all have things we're avoiding. Yes. Be it people, situations, thoughts, feelings. Okay. Mm -hmm. Take some time and find just one thing you're avoiding. Mm -hmm. Or one thing you want to attack, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and just ask yourself, what would courage look like in this space? I'm going to do this. Because I would, have something. Hey, I do too. What would courage look like in this space? Mm -hmm. Or you can say, what, what kind of person would I be right now if I was courageous? That's in, this moment, in this moment, yeah. Mm -hmm. And my advice is, you know, practice with the little things, you know, find something little that you're avoiding. It could just be uh, you know, on a scale of one to 10, a, a five level tense conversation with someone about something. Mm -hmm. Take that, you know, could, could be anything, of course, but um, just, that, but that's it. Because mm -hmm. what happens is, you know, we're in scripture, you read, resist the devil and he flees. That's true. But when it comes to circumstances and, and especially emotions, and especially the negative emotional sensations, what we resist persists. It just gets bigger. It doesn't flee. Resistance increases it. Mm -hmm. So courage says, I'm not going to resist this moment anymore. Uh, this life-giving moment. I'm not, not, I'm not talking about attacking. I'm talking about the moment of courage. I'm not going to resist it. I'm going to, I'm going to ponder, pause, breathe, and find out what is the courageous act in this moment. Another way to say it is that question of contemplation. What what does kindness what does kindness look like? Yeah. In this moment. Because I guarantee you, a kind act is a courageous act. <laughs> and that's kindness towards yourself and others. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> a kind act is a courageous act. Oh, this is so good. So good. Oh my goodness. So for people that want more of Craig, they can find you on social media, Illuminated Soul, yep. right? Instagram, Facebook, and then the podcast, Illuminated Soul with Craig Westoff, Becoming Aware, Becoming Whole, uh, Google, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Yeah, and, and, I, and I highly encourage it for anyone 
that doesn't have a lot of time. It, they're like little nuggets, almost like little positivity pills or, oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> you know, like a little clarity pill. So um, thank you so much. Uh, so appreciate you. And, and hopefully we'll have a family gathering soon. And be I would to- love that. It's good seeing you, Corey. Yeah, good seeing you. And everyone join us next week for another Monday Motivation. Thank you. Love you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Did this conversation spark something in you? Did you have an aha moment? Share it with us by writing a review on this episode on your podcast player. Help us get the good news out in the world and help others find this podcast by giving it a five-star review. And be sure to subscribe to the Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza podcast to not miss the next episode. To learn more about Corey and her brand, Volition, visit choosevolition.com.